When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney, and I'm super passionate about moving and thinking. On this show, we are going to dive into all things health, fitness, personal development, lifestyle, and political sociocultural. I've always been fascinated by people, and I love learning from the experiences and stories of others. This has been a treat for me, and I hope this is enjoyable and useful for you. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or any way that I can make this a better experience for you, please don't hesitate to reach out. Hello, welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I am at the Reawaken America Tour. I am here with Anna Cade. She was from the Soviet Union. She was also a former poker player. And she has a really interesting story. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you for having me. I apologize. I kind of lost my voice. So that's all right. Hopefully this will pick it up. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. So for my audience who may not be as familiar with your story, could you give us a little overview? Yeah. So I was born in the Soviet Union. Uh, My family brought me here when I was four. And basically um, I got indoctrinated in school. So I was an atheist liberal. And while I had a counter with Jesus in 2015, but before I did, I was a poker, pro, professional poker player. I was on the show Survivor back in 2016. And um, had an encounter with Jesus, realized Satanism is real, realized there's evil in the world, child trafficking, went down the rabbit hole, mm-hmm. uh, received Jesus, and then my show aired on 2016, Survivor. So right. I was the only one, I think, from reality television to endorse candidate Trump in 2016. Then I was like, this is not enough. A tweet is not enough. I want to do more. I want to get involved. I want to help the country that helped me and bless my family. You know, right. So I asked, well, what do I do? And I got a phone call, funny enough, two days later from a mutual friend, from a mutual friend who said, listen, James O'Keefe has heard about you, Project Veritas, and he would like to work with you. So I called him and I was like, what's going on? And he's like, and I know you infiltrated communists. I know that you, your family is from communism. Would you like to infiltrate? communists in this country, AKA the Democrats. <laughs> so I said, I would love to. And, and yeah. I did. And we, and I, back in 2018, I worked with him for nine months, infiltrated a ton of democratic campaigns, infiltrated communist mm-hmm. organizations such as DSA, Democratic Socialist of America, right. the DC chapter and uh, got some people from the department of state who were communist fired. So by the grace of God, and that's my story. And now I'm an evangelist, full-time ministry and I work with whistleblowers here and there, so different things. Amazing. What was some of the most shocking things you discovered during that time when you were working for? Well, you know, the most shocking thing is this. So, for example, there's a few things. So, number one, in DSA, that's a great question, by the way. No one ever asked me this. Oh, really? Such a good question. Thank you. Because with DSA, first thing that shocked me was I was expecting to see everyone have pink hair, yellow hair, purple hair. Right, right. 95% 95% of them did not have that. 95% of them are honestly really nice people. 
And I was shocked. Even when I infiltrated democratic organizations, a lot of them were really nice people, very articulate, very smart, yeah. very sweet, and they have good intentions. That's what shocked me the most. Yeah. Their intentions are good. Yeah. But their solution that they're spoon fed is not it's dangerous. It's not, it's not, the, it doesn't work. It's, it's, it's dangerous. So that was definitely the most shocking thing. So I was realized this could have been me. I could have been on their side and I'm so blessed. I'm not. And it just gave me a wake up call because I really pictured the Democrats and communists. I was like, they're my enemy. I hate the Democrats. I hate, I hate these people. I hate the communists. And I realized going undercover could have been me. So then it, God changed my heart. You know, at that time I became a Christian. And I already was a Christian. And it was like, the Lord really showed me they're not my enemy. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter six, we battle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. What does that mean? It means battling against the devil and his demons. That's a real enemy. Because I used to be one of them where I was blind. I didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't into politics. I was in the world. I was going to clubs. I was drinking. I was partying and I was miserable. And I was blind, frankly. Right. And I didn't know what was going on. I didn't realize what I was doing and how many people I was hurting and family I was disappointing and all of that. And then I was broken inside. I, it looked like on the outside I had it all. I'm on TV. I'm on ESPN with poker. I'm like, you know, fresh, you know, child in the world. But inside I was broken and I was lost and I was confused. And then I found Jesus and he literally changed my life. He yeah. literally changed my life. So that's number one. Number two is... um. You know, again, like when I say it could have been me, it really yeah. could be, these kids are going to school, high school, and they're hearing these ideas, they're yeah. interested, they go and join a club, they mean well. And so so 95% of them are, are good intention people. I would say about two to 3%, 4% are radical, right? You can sense it in the room when you walk in. I can sense, wow, I knew in my spirit, I heard this in my spirit. He would do anything for communism. If he, if someone asked him to kill this person, he would do it in a second. Like there are very, very few, few radicals, but everyone else is in La La Land. Right. I think that's such a profound point when you say it could have been you, right? Yeah. It could be me. Because I think what happens when you're saying they, most of them are good people. They're well-meaning. They have good intention. Yes. But they're being spoon-fed a narrative, right? That's a, uh, right. you know, Klaus's book, The, uh, the Great Narrative, yes. right? And I think that's what it is. They get spoon-fed something, as you said, and they really believe it. And they believe yes. in their heart that they have the answer. So when you tell them something that goes against what they've been believing, yeah. it's like a paradigm shift and it's like a dichotomy. They Their brain can't handle it. They're so focused. And the, and, and the Democrats, I should say, actually, the communists are smart. Because okay. they know that humans are sentinel beings, which means that we're emotional beings. Yep. So if you stir up a human with either fear or anger, it's a great motivator. Absolutely. And that's what, you know, it's two different ways to actually approach and, and infiltrate communism. And I should say implement communism. You got Lenin's tactic, who did it with a brutal fist. Yeah. He first had a revolution and then he brainwashed them in schools. Right. There's a very famous communist that a lot of people on the right don't know, but the left know. His name is Antonio Gramsci. He's from yep. the 1930s. He's a well-known communist. Yep. Okay, yeah. Finally, knows him. Amen. Especially in our movement. And he said, you know, okay, Lenin had this, his ideas, but how about you first infiltrate the schools, indoctrinate them, and then they will call for a violent revolution. Yeah. Do it slowly and do it in facets. Do the, you know, so you he said infiltrate on every level. So meaning schools, 
education, uh, politics, finances, media, which is media is the biggest pulpit in this country and in the world. So they were very, very, very nefariously smart yes. in their way of handling and how, you know, implementing it. So we have, you know, obviously we know what's going on, but again, we don't find evil with evil. Mm -hmm. if, if a Democrat hates me, right. if I hate him back, I am just as wrong and just mm -hmm. as wrong in the eyes of God. Right. Sure. I am just as evil. Even though he's maybe he does, you know, he's killing babies. I'm not killing babies, but I'm still in sin. So God is like, okay, why am I going to answer your prayers, Anna, if you have something against Courtney? Why would I step in? Right. When I forgive you and I love you and I bless you, even if you hate me, God will honor me and give me grace and he will move on my behalf. So that's really the secret. A lot of it's a secret, a really a key to, to open up so many blessings for yourself personally and also for the countries to forgive them. I forgive the communists. Listen, I, I'm, I was born in the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. My family has taught me, and I grew up with stories about how evil Marxism and communism is. So I yeah. grew up with that. So then when I went undercover and I'm standing face to face with the Trotskyist, I'm yeah. standing face to face with the Stalinist and the Leninist, and I'm looking at them, they, they, this ideology destroyed my native country, and I'm not gonna let it destroy this country that I love yeah, so much sure. I live in. And it's just, again, it's a realization that it could have been me. Could wow. Be. Yeah. The really interesting story about Antonio Gramsci was in 1923, uh, he had a, Lenin called a meeting with Antonio Gramsci and uh, Willie Munzenberg, mm -hmm. who, you know, would rightfully be given the title of the founder of propaganda. He, yeah. he had a big uh, media company back in the day. And yeah. Lenin asked, did you know the story? Lenin, say, okay. Yeah. Lenin asked uh, Gramsci, why, you know, Marx was wrong. Why isn't this spreading throughout yeah. the West, right? Yeah. They, after the Bolshevik Revolution. And yeah. uh, Gramsci, who was the uh, father of uh, cultural hegemony, uh -huh. uh, that, you know, the concept of cultural hegemony, which is what you were talking about, to infiltrate mm -hmm. the different pillars of yes, society. the facets of society. And that's what he said. He said, because you're treating this like a economic revolution, and that's not going to win over the yes. hearts and minds. This has to be done through the culture. Infiltrate exactly. the culture. Infiltrate at every, in, in every facet. So, and he understood its emotions. So I have a friend who, my friend is, his name is Jimmy from Brooklyn. He's, he's always on um, Rudy Giuliani's radio show and everyone uh -huh. else's show. He understands communism. He's brilliant in communism. He's been studying for 40 years. He told, he, he has a great term that he uses. And it, he calls it um, environ-Leninists. Uh -huh. That mean Leninists. Right. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's all, see, they, they subjugate a different group of people. So they like isolate. Okay. So you have women that hate the men. So the feminine Leninists, right? Mm -hmm. So you tell them men are evil, men are bad. Okay. Here's a solution. Solution is always Marxism. So, oh. <laughs> so you, you get them angry. You get the, the young against the, the, you know, you get the young against the old, you get the women against the men, you get, you know, the black against the white. You Othering, get, right? You the get other, the oppressed against, and the oppressor. Yes. And exactly. And so they, they trigger them emotionally. Huh. And, then, and then they give them a solution. They spoon feed the answer to them. Of course, the dialectic. And of course, a lot of times the enemy funds both sides. We all know yes. this. Uh, yeah, that's the dialectic. And, and then, then they they, stand, have, uh, they magically have the yeah. solution for you right. too. And then they stand behind you and they wait till you both kill each other. Exactly. Yeah, divide and conquer. Yes. Yeah. So you said that uh, you love this country. You moved here when you were four. What, uh, what about America do you love? Why are you grateful to be here? Wow. You said you feel blessed, right? Yeah, so I mean, the freedom. I mean, the, the Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. There's mm -hmm. liberty. So that's what our constitution is based on. It's based on Judeo-Christian values, which is freedom, liberty. All of us are created equal. 
by our creator. <laughs> Amen. So right. it's it's the freedom, it's the love of individuality. Mm-hmm. And you anyone can be successful. You know what it's so interesting because you know in the Cold War too, people were saying, Oh, the Russians hate Americans. They hate Americans. And mm-hmm. Russians love Americans. It's Do don't ever believe it because they love this country. They love how free it is. They love the constitution. Obviously they don't like the garbage coming out of the culture, but right. the American constitution, that's we always loved. I mean, when we go home, they're like, how's America? It's just as amazing as we hear about it. And it, it is, we, we, we would have stayed there. I mean, my, a lot of my, our family friends and they're still, they have nothing. They have literally nothing. They paycheck to paycheck and they can't even afford anything. And so we come there, we, we, we give back because that could have been us. Right. And so it's, it's like, it's mind blowing to, I'm so grateful and so blessed that God brought me here. Look, I'm a little girl from Russia who was able to infiltrate communist organizations and get (laughs) a few communists fired from the department of state. And and if I could do it, anyone can do it. That's amazing. Yeah. What do you think are some of the biggest uh, misconceptions about America? That America is greedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, obviously they're trying to paint the communists are trying to paint. This is all based by the way, communism. It's all, we've been infiltrated since the thirties. Yeah. Um, so, you know, after the Bolsheviks, but I think the biggest thing is misconception we're greedy. Hey! <laughs> he is, as are you. Is the best? <laughs> yeah. You're the best. Uh, now, <laughs> I want to do one with you too. Yeah. <laughs> when I grew up, talk to artists. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> live action here. Very lively show here. So no, no, it's, it's, I want to hear her though. So, so what happened? Um, what I would say is, is greedy. So they, so the, it's everything that's negative in this country. It's really coming from the communists. It's a mm-hmm. playbook to, to you no, know, not just divide and conquer, but also right. put out false information. So they're trying to paint capitalism and 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 freedom of just having wealth as greedy. Oh, there's something wrong with them that they want to be, have an opportunity where they can actually make money for themselves and their family and take care of other people. Right. It's, so it's the misconception is that America has fallen from grace. And to be honest with you, in many ways, America has fallen from grace. And it's kind of, it's been, it's like we're in a car with the founding fathers and it's been so glorious and free. And then all of a sudden it got robbed. Someone sitting in the passenger seat and taking it totally left and totally downhill, totally towards hell. But let me tell you, Israel, so it's beautiful about Israel and America. Mm-hmm. Israel, God chose Israel, mm-hmm. but America chose God. And there's a covenant that the forefathers have made with God. Sure, some of the forefathers were Freemasons, but some mm-hmm. of the forefathers were literally knew the new Jesus, George Washington mm-hmm. being one of them. Um, so, and he's had many dreams with Jesus. I mean, if you, if you read his words, it was, it was just so profound. And he was bold as, as a lion. He was righteous. And so the Bible says, my bold, righteous are as bold as a lion. So, right. Say that. So that's really interesting. You brought up our founding fathers yeah. and that some of them were Masons, that some yes. of them were deists, right? Um, and George Washington was also a Mason, but so I'm curious, but, your, yeah. yeah, so I'm curious your thoughts on this. What are your thoughts on, uh, some of them were Masons, but were also warning about the Illuminati yeah. in particular. Sure. Uh, you know, Washington used actually a book called The uh, Proofs of Conspiracy. Uh-huh. Are you familiar with I've it? heard of it, yeah. Okay, yeah, it was published it. in 1798. And then uh, Jefferson you know referenced. Like you. <laughs> they, so good. Jefferson referenced a Code of the Illuminati, in, yes. and that was also published in 1798. 
And so my question for you is that Washington had, like, he had this prophetic dream about yes. the future of America. And uh, you said that he is, he was very much a, a Christian. Well, he was not, you know, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah. So, I mean, if you read the works of Thomas Jefferson okay. and, and, and George Watt, and I haven't read all of them. Sure. And I obviously didn't live in that time period. But No, you, you look like, great for being several centuries old. <laughs> Sorry. So, you know, I, I mean, look, I can't judge them on their, their religious journey. Sure, That's sure. between them and the Lord. Right. But some of the things I can see, Thomas Jefferson, when he wrote the letters to the Baptist church saying, mm -hmm. you know, um, church and state, you know, separation church and state. It was like, they very well could have been Mason, you know, Masons, right? There were some things that were interesting in terms of how they were uh, referencing God and Jesus. Mm -hmm. And there's many stories of George Washington reading the word and using the word and like standing on the word. Right. Here's the thing. There's people that aren't Christians that sometimes use Christian verses. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're Christian. Doesn't mean right. they're saved, right? There's many people that are, um, that are Christians who have never read the word. So, you know right. I mean? and I, I mean, I, I, I'm well aware of the fact that you can be a wolf in sheep's clothing. Sure. But the Bible also says that you judge them by their fruit. Sure. So the fruit right. is peace it's freedom it's liberty those concepts come from god so even if he was a mason yeah god can still gift him with revelation and knowledge and wisdom yeah. how to lead a country and but still you know you can still be you can the bible says you can have gifts without repentance meaning mm -hmm. god will give everyone gifts like a gift of being a prophet gift of you know discernment gift of wisdom Without even being Christian, that's how good the Father in heaven is. He gives us gifts, even though we don't deserve it. And he doesn't take them away. But hopefully one day you'll realize, hey, who gave me this gift? I wonder who. So God is just so kind. So I don't know. You know, he was amazing. Maybe maybe on his deathbed he received Jesus. I don't know. That's right. between him and the Lord. Sure. But it's definitely a great question. I don't really know at the yeah. end of the day. I, I certainly don't have the answer either, but I always may, and this might just be a little yeah. bit of a, a wishful thinking or sentimentality on yes. my behalf, but I always like to think because we're all humans on our journey, yes. right? And so you always, you have free will. So you yes. always make a choice. Right. Every second, every day, every minute, yeah. you get to make a choice. So just because you may have, you know, committed sin or done wrongdoings in the past or yes. been quote unquote evil in the past, doesn't mean you are forever exactly. it means you always so i always think about them and i'm like if they knew and they were warning of these horrors that they were being plagued with i wonder if there was some part of them trying to create some sort of a you know redemption oh sure maybe they yeah. feel guilty deep, deep right down. yeah oh you know what the lord it's so amazing because that's how merciful he is like he has he, there's so much redemption i mean even mm -hmm. if I'm, i fall god will say i'll pick me up Right. He'll fall, he'll pick me up, he'll forgive me time and time and time again. And that's the amazing love of God is that he's so, so forgiving. And um, it's just, I was going to say one thing and I literally forgot my train of thought, but, um, you know, yeah, it's not, it's not for me to judge or, sure, you know sure, I mean? sure. there was something I forgot I was going to say, but that's okay. Yeah. I, I just think it's an interesting question because people do, you know, yeah, in yes. terms of like where, what what was the intention, right? Yes. Um, but I, as you, you said, know, the fruits are more important. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I was just going to say that. So the intentions, like I, I might have an intention to beat this guy up. Right. Then I come right. up and I can't help but give him a hundred dollars or like, right, right. like my intention was to, uh, but God redirected me. So again, it's not, so it's, 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 it's the fruit that counts. You can have evil fruit or good fruit. And at the end of the day, 
You can't fight evil with evil. You can only fight evil with good. And the Bible says that love conquers all. So even if you are a Democrat and you hate Right. If I love on you and I love on you and I love on you, what happens is the demons behind you that are operating through you, they, they fall. They start, they can't handle love. They're like, eh. Right, right. They run. It's like garlic to a vampire. They're out of there, right? right so right. With, with, with God, with, with demons, it's the same thing. You love on the person. So mm-hmm. if I have a BLM person in front of me, like I have friends who infiltrate, not infiltrate, but they go to the BLM at the right. organization rallies. Mm-hmm. And they don't have Trump shirts. They wear Jesus shirts. Because at the end of the day, I don't worship Trump. I worship God. God can use Trump, and I love him, and I love his family. I mean, you know what I mean? But I don't worship them. They're not my savior. They're right, not going right. to save my country, although God will give them wisdom to save the country. Hallelujah. Right? God will give them discernment, so. boldness to help save the country. So I give all glory to Jesus. Amen. So, you know, my friends infiltrate BLM. I had a friend, actually, in Project Veritas, infiltrated Antifa. Wow. So I was infiltrated in the DSA um, chapter in D.C. Okay. And he was infiltrating Antifa in Portland, Oregon. Wow. And he was there for nine months. I was also undercover for nine months. But I asked him, you know, what's the biggest lesson that you learned? He said, Anna, he's also a Christian. He said, God changed my heart. I said, what'd you see? He said, most of these kids, man, they're so lost. A lot of them never had a father. A lot of them never really have a mom involved in their life. They don't know what they're doing. They're indoctrinated, and then they're radicalized, and then they're militarized, right? Um, indoctrination, radicalization, militarization. Sure. So that's the MO of the communists, and that's the MO of, of Gramsci. And actually, I was going to say this about Gramsci, yeah. going back to him. Yeah. Again, Lenin was like, let's be brutal. Let's have a revolution, yep. and then indoctrinate. Whereas Gramsci said, infiltrate every facet. So what you, the secret is, this is what he's explaining. You find out in the country what holds it together, and then you destroy it, and you mm-hmm. sub, uh, subjugate it and uh, turn it upside down. Yep. And in America, what is it? It's the Constitution, founding fathers, boom, and Jesus, and God, right? You infiltrate those, you break those down, and you break down the people's trust in it. In, in, in Italy, he said, Italy, it's the Roman Catholic Church. Infiltrate the Vatican Church. You have a lot of power then. Birth break down their, their, their trust in them. And, and they, well, I should say they trust them, so they, they, they get indoctrinated through them. So it's it's a brilliant, diabolical strategy yeah. of the communists. And at the end, of, that's what it is in this country. It's, it's a communist movement. It's, and the yeah. communists are from the pits of hell. <laughs> they hate God, and, it, and that's why they hate us. Yeah, for sure. So you said that you do think that America has fallen from grace a little bit. Oh, it has, for it sure. Has, right? Anyone so, that looks at culture, oh, yeah. You look right. at movies, you look at film, you look at music. I can't even turn on the radio. It might be because I'm a Christian. I like really can I can discern the spirit. I can tell these yeah. people are on drugs and they're writing songs about killing and raping women and and like dude what the heck is and it's getting worse and worse yeah see that the devil's smart, culture yeah he slowly debases it little yeah. by little it's like you, you can't if you go from the 60s to like 2022 they couldn't put out the music back in 2062 or 20 or 1960 yeah. or 1972 yeah. it was a slow slow indoctrination a slow mm-hmm. fall Fabian socialist incrementalism yes. yeah and in all accounts, America's fallen from grace, but mm-hmm. America can still be redeemed. And it's yeah. us because we're more of us than other of them. So it's Jesus said, occupy until I return. That means the Christians have left politics. The Christians have left the media. They thought, oh, we can't make movies. It's mm-hmm. de- demonic. No. Okay. Occupy. Go into Hollywood. Infiltrate. 
show the love of Jesus. Occupy, mm -hmm. same, obviously doesn't mean you compromise, okay? Mm -hmm. Infiltrate politics, infiltrate media, infiltrate education, and can take back and occupy what God has given us in this country. It's ours to take. Yeah. And it's only done, first of all, knowing God, knowing His will, also praying. It's, you guys, this physical world is real, but the spiritual world is so much more real. Even though you don't see it, it is so, it's, it's, the Bible says that the physical world has come out of the supernatural world. You don't see it, but there's so much happening you don't see. And, it, and, and, and it's real. And I got, I mean, I met Jesus. I had an encounter with him. He showed me heaven and hell. I was an atheist, you guys. Never did I think I would be at a conservative movement or a Christian. You would tell me this seven years ago that I was going to talk about Jesus. I would have been like, you're smoking Hunter Biden's crack pipe. <laughs> there is no shot. But, right, right, right. But here I am. Yeah, you know, never say never. And now I think something Christian crazy. Now I totally understand it. I'm one of the Jesus freaks as well. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So what do you think about the future of America um, and the future of politics? Yeah, well, like we were talking about before is that God is is righteous and he's full of redemption and mercy. So in the Bible, in 2 Chronicles 7, 7, 14, the, Bible, the reason why I keep mentioning the Bible is because when I got saved, I, I before I got saved in the Bible, I thought the Bible was complete nonsense. When I got saved, I had a revelation in here in my spirit and I knew that every word in the Bible is true. So when you hold on to the truth, you will never be shaken. You hold on to the truth, you have discernment wiser than your enemy. <laughs> you can see the enemy steps ahead because God will reveal it to you. So that's why in the Bible it says, 2 Chronicles 7, 14 says, if, there's a condition. There's a condition. So God's love is unconditional, but God's promises are conditional. Deuteronomy 28 is a great example. You read that chapter. If you do this, if you do this, I'll bless you. If you, if you do this, if you hate people, I will curse you. So the Bible, 7 Chronicles, uh, 2 Chronicles 7, 14 says, if, if my people will humble themselves, seek my face and pray. Prayer is so important because Jesus has given us authority to pray and find those spirits that are in Hollywood, that are those spirits that are in D.C., Find it in Jesus' name and release the Lord so you can loosen peace, love, joy, truth. You pray. You have Christians praying around the world for America. Prayer is so important. So prayer lays a foundation. Then God can take those prayers because God is a God of his word. He's a gentleman. He can't go against his own word. He's a king. He's a righteous king. So when he says in the Bible, I have given you, he saw this to Adam, I am giving you authority and dominion on earth. I rule heaven. You rule the earth. When people say God's in control, yeah, God's in control of heaven. Hey, God's not, not, you know, God is sovereign, but he gave us control and dominion. So when the devil tricked Adam and Eve, they gave back the dominion to the, well, not back, they gave the devil dominion. But Jesus came back to restore it. We have full dominion. We have to exercise our authority, know who we are in God to take back this country. So he said, if my people humble themselves, I will hear their prayer and I will answer them. And I will what? Heal their land. But if we hate Joe Biden, or we hate Nancy Pelosi, and we hate <laughs> communists as much as they hate us, right. we're both wrong. God is not going to move. So the way that th this country will, I believe it will be restored. You do. I believe that we are in, it's happening. Okay. I mean, God has said it through his prophets and I know it's not, the, it's not the end yet. That's mm -hmm. what the Lord told me in 2020. It's not the end. So, but we need people, righteous, good people that are going to go in and make a shake and a move, but in love. 
because the last thing I'll say is this. It's what I also learned undercover is that the left preaches tr love mm -hmm. without truth. Right. And a lot of times our movement preaches truth mm -hmm. without love. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, the left, uh, you know, the New Age movement, which yes. is, uh, you know, another iteration of occultism yes. that was all about love without truth. That's right? exactly right. So, That's but, exactly right. And Tap, because our spirits, I believe, instinctively know, and the Bible confirms this thought, this idea is that we our spirits know that God is real. We just suppress the idea. We, we just we because we want we love the darkness. We love the sin. We love to do whatever we want. But our spirits know we feel guilty. We feel shame. We're like, ah, I know I shouldn't be with this guy. I'm not supposed to be with this girl. But I don't know. And something keeps drawing me to. Me. Yeah, it's your flesh drawing you. But the spirit saying, get me out of here. You know, so, um, yeah, I mean, so our, our, our we, we hunger for truth. We hunger for righteousness. Right. And God hungers for redemption in this country more than we do. He got, and I want to say this as well. I think this is what I wanted. I, this is what I forgot. Okay. The Lord is a gentleman. He does not force people mm -hmm. to, um, you know, to accept him. So for example, like God is a gentleman. He won't force people into heaven against their will. Because right. if people think about it, if, if God is a gentleman, he gives us free choice. He says, if you choose me, John three sixteen. if you believe in Jesus, you will be saved and have eternal life. Right. Now, if I don't want to, and I'm like, I don't, I, I don't need God. I'm stupid. I'm I'm good. I want to do what I want to do. Well, God says, okay, I'm not going to force you into heaven where it's 24 seven with me against your will. You choose hell. that God doesn't choose hell for anybody. He gives everybody a chance. He's, he sends people your way. He'll do a TV show with Jesus, you know, and I'm not saying humans are perfect because they're not. There's only one perfect human that walks the earth. There's a lot of pastors, a lot of Christians who, it breaks my heart. Because they have no idea that they're actually not, you know, they're deceived. And so again, I'm grateful that I'm not in their position on the left side. And even on the right side too, there's many conservatives who are going straight to hell, unfortunately. I hate to say it, but straight to hell. I was walking by and I heard a lady say, um, they were talking about Rockefellers. They're going to hell. Years ago, I would have said the same thing. I understand what they're saying, but you're now acting as God and judging them. Okay. Mm. I can tell by her fruit, she's in the same direction. Right. Yeah. That that's really really interesting. So even like, because it's not for us to judge. Is yes. That's that's the point of what you're trying to say. And that's say. why that's why it's so important to read the Bible because mm -hmm. there's so much wisdom in there. Proverbs, Psalms, but also in the Word it says, Jesus said, "How much you judge other mm -hmm. people is how much I'm going to judge you." Wow. Yeah. And Jesus also said, "If you don't forgive others, I won't forgive you." Wow. He's a just God. So he will pay you the wages of your sin, the wages of what you're doing. For example, people say, oh God, why would God create hell? Mm -hmm. why, why would he create hell? Because if he's such a loving God, why is there hell? I said, well, God in the Bible is, he's also just God. And where do you think he's sending Hitler? Where do you think he's sending Lenin? Where do you think he's sending Antonio Gramsci? Do they deserve heaven? Oh no, but it's not our place to judge them. We pray for them. Like I'm praying for Obama. I'm praying for, I, I used to never pray for them. I said, I hate them. But then God checked my heart. He said, daughter, first John's chapter two says, if you love, if you hate mm -hmm. someone you see, right. how can you love someone you don't see? Right. And it's, it's just, it's like mind boggling. And I'm like, well, Lord, how? I mean, Hillary Clinton told me to pray for Hillary Clinton. Are you serious right now? And I, and the Lord, 
But I said, okay, Lord, well, let me see her how you see her. And I just mm-hmm. felt a love for her. And I feel it right now too. And God loves her. At the end of the day, Jesus died for Hillary Clinton. Jesus died for Obama. Jesus died for President Trump. He died for me and you. If Jesus had a choice right now, it's hard to grasp. Right, yeah. It's hard to grasp. If Jesus, what, what it was, if it was only Hillary Clinton and Jesus right now in this world, Jesus would die for her. That's the unfathomable, unconditional love of God. Because let me tell you, when the Lord showed me hell, it is not 60-year lifespan. It is not a 90-year life. It is all eternity. And I know that I was saying, I've heard conflicting thoughts on that. Some people say that, like, you don't burn in hell forever, that you don't perish forever. And then others say that you do. No, some people believe in, like, um, what is it called? Uh, Gosh, someone just put it on my YouTube. A, a a holding cell. It's like in Catholicism, they believe it. Not true. It's not biblical at all. Okay. Yeah. No. It's Jesus said it takes it, men die once, and then they face the judgment of God. It's either heaven or hell. There's no in between. There's no like. Oh, I don't. I didn't even know God. I didn't do anything bad. If you ever lost, wait, wait, no, there's no in between. But a, yes. a, a, a purgatory. That's what it right, is. Purgatory. But no. But what I've heard some people say is that like if somebody goes to hell, for instance, that not all of them perish forever. Like they don't all burn forever. I, I, I would always say, where does it say in the Bible? I would love right. to see a verse on it. I, I'd have to, I'd have to ask. I, yeah, I and, I'll, and, they'll, and I've but, heard this before. And, yeah. and I'll be like, where in the Bible to say that? Oh, I don't know. I heard. Well, that's right. not good enough right, for me. Right, right. That's, that, yeah. that's hearsay. That's like gossip. Sure, sure. Like, I want to see it in the Bible and it's not there. It says, it says, Jesus said, there's so many things that Jesus, that's why it's so hard to read the Bible. I mean, like, if you tell me something, I'm not going to be like, oh, okay, I believe for it. Right. Take your word for it. Uh, don't take my word for it. Check every verse I've talked about. Double check. I'm not lying. Double check. It's real. Right. And I'm t- this world, you're fighting evil. It's you're exposed. And I love that you're researching and exposing, and it's important. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know Jesus, this is all a waste of time. Period. Period. Our movement are full of truth seekers. But Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So if you don't know Jesus, you don't actually don't have the full tree. You got a little bitty, bitty piece of everything you researched, that little schmickle, little piece of the puzzle. This is the whole puzzle. And the whole puzzle, it spells out Jesus. So if you, if you don't have him, you don't have the truth. And you won't, you, it's, it's great you expose stuff, but you need to know God to go to heaven at the end of the day. Right. You know? So what would you say yeah. to you? Because th- this country was founded on, you know, Judeo-Christian yes. principles. Yeah. And it, they really did not want it to be a theocracy. Right? Because they saw the Church yeah. of England. They saw the Vatican. Yeah, right? Exactly right. Um, and I think we yeah. have a lot of great people in this movement yeah. who who are of many faiths. You know, they're, I, yes. I, I can't yeah, speak totally for the just... radical. Right. So yes. well, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, when, when I was an atheist and I started dabbling in was curious about the, the spiritual world. Because sure. I realized I had encounters with angels and demons. I just didn't know that's what they were. I didn't like see them, but they were like literal encounters sure. before I actually had an encounter with Jesus. Yeah. And so I realized the spiritual realm was real. So I, I, I was dabbling into Buddhism. I was dabbling into New Age. I was right there. Which I, read, I was just reading the book, The Secret, yeah, right, which is right. such a New Agey book. Totally. You can speak out and your, your life and manifested. Actually, what they're saying technically is in the Bible. Yeah. It's based in truth. The Bible says you have the power of life and death that's in your tongue. You can speak mm. it and it will happen. Yeah. You speak in faith. So the book is... Locus. The book is based on truth, 
but it's deceptively used for the enemy. Saying, you don't even need God. You, you just do it yourself. You got all the power. It's a demonic way. That's like the devil saying, Eve, you can know all the truth about the good and the wisdom of the world, the good and the bad. You can become God. Yeah. And I'm not God, nor do I want to have God's responsibilities. <laughs> I can't handle it. You know? Right, right. So, and, and it's what the devil does. It perverts the truth. So there are prophets that I know. I'm telling you, when I met a first time met a prophet, they told my whole life story. And I thought, oh my goodness. They share things that I have never told a soul. If God is real, I mean, this is proving it, right? So, but you have the devil. Remember when we talked about gifts come without repentance, Mm -hmm. meaning I can have a prophetic gift without knowing Jesus. And I had it actually. I would prophesy to my family. I don't know what I was doing, but I knew things about the future and it happened to the team. Now the devil is sneaky. He'll see the gift in the spirit over you. He'll be like, oh, I see prophet all over her. Let me get to her. He'll send someone to be like, you should be a psychic and tap into the gift through the dark side, not through God, the Holy Spirit. So, you know, people, when they, when the psychics prophesy, yeah. it is, it, they, there's familiar spirits that travel with homes, multi generational spirits, familiar spirits that see things. And they'll tell you about your son that you just, that just died. And like, how do you know? Oh, this must be real because they're following your family. They know what's going on with you. They're tapping, the psychics are tapping the demons that are around you that know your whole life. The devil can't be at all places at once. The devil is not gone. The devil and the demons are created beings like we are. God is the creator. He was never, he was, he was always there. Mm-hmm. So the devil can't be everywhere where God is. So the devil is not omnipotent. Jesus is omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He knows what's going on here in China, here and there, but the devil sends his little spies, little minions, like go do this. I don't know what's happening. Do that while I do this, while I do that. Well, he can't be all, all places at once. Wow. So it's interesting, but yeah. you'll see things in the spirit and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, that's what's happening here, 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 here. Send a group there, send the gossip there, send haters there, send betrayal there. We need to break up. That girl is really powerful. She's talking way too much about me or in Jesus. We need to get, send the hit piece on her. Let's destroy her. Right. You know, that's, it happens. It's Trump. He's shaking up hell. Okay. We need to get him out. We need to kill him. Send snipers. Let's kill him. So it's like, it's targeted. When you pop your head up in the spiritual world, you become a target. When Just like in the your- political world. Yeah. If you pop your head into the political, in the spiritual world and you're pulling people out of hell, the devil goes, she's a problem. We need to get rid of her. And he'll send gossip and stories and, and temptations to trap you in the devil's plot. And you're, if you don't have the sermon, if you don't have Jesus, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you will be sucked up and swiped right into hell. Wow. And that goes to left and right. For right, sure. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're- and, and trust me, I, not, I, I learn every day. There's, I have to repent to the Lord every day. I make mistakes every day. <laughs> I'm not claiming to be no, perfect. Oh my goodness. God is so merciful with me. I've made so many mistakes and I'm still learning. So sure. if yeah. I could do it, anyone can do it. I would say the Lord used a donkey in the Bible. He can use me. <laughs> uh, that's awesome yeah. um yeah so i i guess that was just my thought though about so then what do you you think about all the other people who are uh, of faith you know in in this movement who are you know who who believe in god but who aren't yeah. necessarily uh we have so many different factions of christianity right now they're all kind of fighting against each other yes we have jews and there's a lot of fights yeah. going on there you know, there's, well, you yeah. know, but that's what the devil does, divide right. and conquer. Yeah. Um, Jesus said, a divided kingdom cannot stand. So right. his MO is to divide, is to yeah. whisper, and he'll send, you know, those little thing, demons yeah. to come and say, she doesn't like you. 
she hates you. And all of a sudden you, you have this wall. Right. And starts to divide in the church. And that's why Jesus said, love one another. Right. Two commandments from God. Love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and all your strength. Two, love your brother like yourself. Love, not like, love. Right. If I love you, I'm not going to want to steal from you. If right. I love you like myself, I'm not going to want to cheat on you. Right. If I love you, I'm not going to want to betray you. But unfortunately, when and we can, it's like a long topic, but if, if Christians have an open door, meaning they're in sin, Meaning, let's say I'm married and I'm cheating on my husband. Right. I'm not married, but I'm just an example. No. I'm cheating on my husband. Right. That's an open door. Now the devil's like, aha, uh -huh, I got full reign in her in her, in right. her life. I'm going to send finance problems. I'm going to send other problems. I'm going to send her, and I'm going to give her a disease. I'm going to kill her. And and it's, he's, he has a right because we have an open door. So any open door, any open door of unforgiveness any open door of bitterness, any open door of lies or gossip or deceit, there's an open door for the enemy to ravage your life. But it's not too late. All you say is, Jesus, forgive me my sin. I close every open door. And I want to know you. And I want to, I want to know the truth. And I, and I believe God is going to use, even he's going to elevate your platform even more in Jesus name. And, you know, I love truth warriors and truth seekers and all of you guys as well. But I'm telling you the ultimate, the ultimate is, 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 is really being a soldier, not just in a, well, we don't fight in the physical. Yeah. Being a soldier in the spiritual realm. Spiritual army, it's called. Okay. And the church, you're right. The church is so divided. Mm -hmm. But God is slowly, he's bringing a remnant from every denomination of Christianity. Even Catholics. There's some spiritual Catholics out there. Mm -hmm. That he's bringing into the fold. And we're going to be locking arms. And it's happening now. I've seen them, in the, especially these events, the locking arms of you know, a, a Baptist with a Pentecostal, with an evangelical, with a Catholic. Locking arms, focus on you and God and doing his will as an army. And the more you read the word, the more you love people and love God, the, the little gossip stuff, you're like, I don't want to hear it. It doesn't matter. You know, we walk together. So that's the way it's meant to be. And so do you think for so you're very hopeful for the future. Do you think it's going to get worse before it gets better? Yes. And we're seeing the worst now. But yes, I do believe it's going to get a little bit worse before the suddenlies. And I believe the suddenlies, I, I feel it's happening this month, but mm -hmm. it's going to happen soon. Very, it's going to, God changed the trajectory of history in the Bible in one day. Moses, the Red Sea, one day. Haman, who saw the whole Persian, uh, well, I should say, this evil man in, in, in Persia who wanted to kill the Jews, it's the Antichrist spirit, mm -hmm. uh, judge in one day, him and his whole family were all hung and hanged, hanged on their own gallows in one day. Yeah. God can do things in one day. And that's why it's going to be a testimony to the conservatives that don't know Jesus yet. This and the left, this was God. And he yeah. gets all the glory. And what do you think about, uh, so we have the midterms coming up. Yeah. And then, you know, we have uh, 2024. Yeah. So do you have any thoughts on what I, I, You know, I, I always hesitate to say red wave because we were sure. expecting it in 2018 and 2020. It didn't happen because sure. they stole it. But I, I do. I'm very hopeful for this one. I think yeah. that the left, it's just, you know, we were talking about slow, 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 slowly showing their agenda slowly. They're full-fledged communist Satanists, period. There's no in-between. There's no sitting on the sidelines. There's no I'm an independent. Uh-uh. You're either on the side of good or evil. Pick one. There's no in between. There's no in between. So I think they really put themselves in a hole because you have a lot of the African American community who are used to voting Democrat, who are seeing, wow, there's straight up Satanism, transgender movement being pushed. 
Yep. So they're being rattled. There's independents saying, wait a second, why are we mandating masks and vaccines? I'm an independent. I don't like this. I'm about the Republicans. So you have people really choosing a side. And it's there's no gray anymore. There's no independence. There's <laughs> you're picking a side, period. Right. Yeah. Very, very interesting. And then what do you think for 24? Do you think we're going to see Trump come back? Do you think? I do. Yeah. I, I think that we are going to see something with Trump before 2024. Okay. And what are your thoughts on him with the, you know, with the jabs and? Yeah, I, I unfortunately, you know, Trump is not perfect. Sure. He's done a lot of great things, but when it comes to vaccines, I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah. And and, and it's like, just, just say I'm sorry and move on. Right, you know, right. But, you know, what happened is with, 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 pres- with our beloved president is that I believe he's had a lot of nefarious, wicked advisors feeding him information mm-hmm. that's not true. Sure. And he was pressured. And I don't want. And, he, and I don't want to say he's not a bold man. He is logical. He's a bold man, and he doesn't take nonsense. He makes his own decision. But I feel like he was really crushed and pressured right in an election year. Sure, sure. But hey, we forgive and we bless him. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else? And thank you so much. If you have anything yes. else you want to add and impart, then uh, please do and tell no, everybody where they can find I you. I want to thank you. Because oh, thank you. The first time we met, I, I, I'm going to be following the channel. I want to thank you for what you're doing. You're clearly well researched. Thank you. And, and you're tr- and you're telling people the truth. And you're telling people, you know, like Mel Kay. I love Mel. She's she's like a hard, you know, best research. And, over, yeah. and I used to research so much. I kind of like, you know, more so. I don't have the time anymore sure. I'm doing ministry, but God will reveal things that I've never, I wouldn't even know even if I read a newspaper because it's right. all fake. So, but I want to pray with you guys and bless you and say that today's a new day. And God not only wants you to ask him for forgiveness, he wants you to forgive yourself. The hardest thing that I ever did was forgive myself. I made a that's, lot of mistakes. That's profound. Yeah. Absolutely. I've been betrayed and I put myself in positions where I should not have been there. And that was my fault. And so, the hardest thing is also to forgive yourself. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask you for forgiveness, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, for all of our sin. We, we close every open door, Lord. I pray for everyone, Lord, that they forgive themselves, Lord. But also to forgive our foes. To forgive Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden doesn't mean that we want to see the evil. No. But, Lord, we <laughs> forgive them. And we pray that you move, Lord, that you wake them up. Because you woke me up, Lord. It could have been me. We pray for their soul, Lord, and we pray that they repent. Imagine... And if Joe Biden got found Jesus right now, he would say, you guys, I'm done. I'm going to expose you, 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 you. Imagine. That's why we pray for him. For not just a soul, but also for the truth to come out. Right. And there's people I feel in the background too. Dog eating dog. Exposing so one another, throwing each other under the bus. That's how we're going to get our country back. When they, when the enemy, it's in the Bible too, where they're the en- there's two enemies of Israel coming against them. And Israel said, God, what do we do? We are done. Mm-hmm. They have a hundred thousand army. They have a forty thousand army. We're done. And God said, "Don't worry. Take up your instruments and worship me. Watch what I'm going to do." They're like, "What?" <laughs> but they did it. They worship God. They're playing the guitar and the harp, and they worship God. And God answered in an amazing way. The two demon legions that were coming against them, they ended up focusing on each other and fighting one each other, and they. They were dismantled. Wow. Israel did nothing but worship God. That's called faith. Now, in some situations, God will say, Joshua, pick up your sword and attack. Right. And if you look at the Bible, David, King David, he never did anything without asking God first. Because he knows sometimes you attack, sometimes you hold back. 
sometimes you're on the offense. Sometimes God will do it for you. So you, that's why it's so important to know the Holy Spirit and Jesus, because he'll say this battle, if you fight this battle, they're going to come after you and destroy your whole family. For some battles, he'll say, I got you. I got, I'm with you. Do it. Watch what I'm going to do. You might be persecuted. Watch how I'm going to elevate you. So there's some battles that are not for you. They're for God. And that's why it's critical at this time with what they're doing. If you do not hear God and you do not have the Holy Spirit, you can be swept away with the left. Swept away with the enemy just like that because you made a mistake. And these mistakes nowadays are a big mistake. It's a massive. They're coming from all of us. Right. It's a massive mistake. So you don't want to have a mistake. You want to be like, okay, Lord. And this, he's so good. He'll guide you. And if you miss it, he'll be like, okay, it's okay. Next time you'll get it. He's a good, cool, awesome father. So, yeah. Thank you so much. Tell everybody where they can find you. Sure. Um, I, uh, you can find me on Twitter. That's my favorite uh, yeah. platform. Instagram and on YouTube. I have two stripes. I don't know how I'm still there. It's my second channel. Hanging on by a string, but I preach Jesus, so. Right. A little, that's why I'm probably still there, but either I'm dangerous. So, you know, right. I, I know all about it. Yeah. I and think then you can also awesome. email me. If you have any email yes. questions or, or any prayer requests, please email me. I'm okay. gatheringbrian at gmail.com. If you have any prayer requests Great. Uh, or any questions, email me. Wonderful. Thank you so, so much. Uh, so Thank you. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Bye, guys. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.